Assalamu alaikum, my fellow brothers and sisters out on the interwebs. I hope you guys are doing absolutely phenomenal today. This is Yasin coming at you guys with another podcast episode. And in today's podcast episode, I'm titling it, This One Thing Changed My Life. And to really understand the context for today's episode, you really have to go back to visiting Yasin who was a little child, and uh, not so little. You have to look at Yasin when he was about a teen, you know, in the teenage years, going 16, 15, 16, 17 years old. And there was one statement that my father, may Allah be pleased with him, one statement that my father told me when I was 14, 15, 16 years old that basically haunted me for a very long time. And of course, this is nothing against my father in any way, shape or form. Many of you guys who listen to this podcast know him. As you guys know, mashallah, alhamdulillah, I could not ask for a better father. So this is not in any way, shape or form spiting him in any way. But what he told me when I was young, you know, because obviously he is an entrepreneur. He has been somebody who has ran his own business. Alhamdulillah, he has been able to foot, put food on the table for as long as we have, uh, you know, as long as I've been alive. And so he's obviously ran car dealerships. He's now into real estate investing. And, you know, he's looking into creating passive income for himself. He's kind of semi-retired now. And so him being an entrepreneur and him seeing his oldest son growing up, and I was very academically smart. I was very book smart, alhamdulillah. But one of the things that, you know, he, he would always tell me is like, Yasin, you're not a hustler. Right? You're not somebody who can go out there and you know, make the quick buck. You're not somebody who can flip stuff. You're not somebody who can go out there and make a business. And so... Um, I had that experience, right? And that, that to really dive into that, that really comes in is because my, my father, he used to take us to his car dealership, you know, every Sunday or you know, every once in a while, whenever we had off school or maybe on the weekend. And he would try and always, you know, encourage me to get into selling something, selling the cars, you know, getting into the sales aspect of things or just working hard. And me being the unfortunate, spoiled, you know, kid that I was, having give, been given everything to me, having not been an immigrant, not having uh, gone through the challenges that my father went through uh, growing up and being able to, you know, leave his country and leave his city and leave his family and, uh, and migrate. I just wasn't doing the same caliber of work that my father, you know, saw in himself at, an, at, the, at the age that I was at. And so that experience, right, that, that, that experience that I had when he was basically letting me know that Hey Yasin, you're somebody who has never really sold anything. You haven't really gone into business. And so from there, when I had that experience with my father, when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I started telling myself this story for years um, when I was in, in my teenage years and going on into my early 20s, which was that, oh, I am not good at business. And this became a story and a narrative that was going on in my head for the longest time. Even when I was you know, trying to go into college and I was trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do, I mean, I was always so challenging because I said, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a business person. And even that, that, that story stayed with me for so long that it became a belief for me, right? It became something that I really genuinely thought about myself, which was that I'm simply just not a business person. And so um, going into that, even when I decided eventually that like, okay, I want to try giving business a shot, I still always had this nagging voice in my head that said that, hey, you're not a business person. And so I never really understood this phenomenon for the longest time until one day I went to an event. It was called Funnel Hacking Live in, in 2018. And a little bit before that, I had basically been introduced to an entrepreneur who later became a mentor of mine. His name is Russell Brunson. He, he runs a $100 million software company, which is ClickFunnels. And so um, you know, I had been struggling with this idea that I wasn't a business person for a very long time. And having him, I heard him talk about this concept of how people make 
like stories and how beliefs are formed. And so what he was basically saying was that individuals have some sort of experience that they go through in life. And when they go through those experiences in life, they start to create a story for themselves. And that story actually shapes your entire worldview and how you see everything around you. And so how the brain actually formulates experiences, because if you don't know, the brain cannot fathom all of reality. Like your brain, I mean, just try and uh, multitask for half a second and you realize like, okay, my brain actually doesn't pick up all of the details. Like your memory isn't as awesome as you think it is because it's actually very fallible. And so the brain actually utilizes stories in order to make sense of the reality. Now, from an Islamic point of view, this is very, very interesting because obviously we know in Surah Yusuf, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he, uh, that him subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who delivers the ahsan al-qasas, right? He's the one who gives the best of stories. And the fact that the most of the Quran is in stories and that Rasulullah a lot of his hadith that he gave to the Sahaba were in some sort of, uh, there were some stories that were involved in there as well. A lot of the Quran delivers parables and lessons in stories as well. And so that's a very interesting fact that I'm not going to go into right now but when they were talking about when Russell was talking about persuasion and when he was talking about how to be able to speak to your customers and being able to help them break their own beliefs what he was basically demonstrating was he said people go through an experience they create a story from that experience and then off of that they have a belief that they carry around basically their entire life until they have a new story that they can implant or install that breaks that belief for them and so the reason I'm sharing with the, you guys, uh, the reason I'm sharing this with you guys today, is because of the fact that I've been really diving into storytelling and really diving into this concept that I learned a long time ago. And really, once I heard those concepts and I learned about not only that I can do that for my customers, but I learned that I could do it for myself. And so I really started going hard on identifying what are the beliefs that I have. What are the stories that created those? And then what are the experiences that created those stories? And so it was through that realization that I was able to break not only a belief that I wasn't good at business, but also a number of other beliefs that I had basically carried around with me in the, in the, in the, in the version of stories, in the, in the capsule, in the, in the, in the storytelling that I was telling myself. I basically carried those around with me and all of those stemmed from some sort of experience that I had. Right, And so you might also be feeling in the same situation many times that there was some experience, something happened, you saw something on YouTube, your father told you something, somebody at school told you something, and then you started carrying this around as a story, which basically held down as a belief, right? Somebody might have told you that, oh, we as Muslims don't, uh, you know, there's this experience where, you know, you saw somebody in your family, maybe they got a little bit of money, and then your dad said, oh, yeah, 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 he got money, he changed. And then all of a sudden you had this story where like, yeah, my cousin, he got money and then he changed. And so therefore, when you get money, you change. Again, you form this belief based on a story, based on experience. And so being able to take inventory of those for yourself and then utilize those for personal development and figuring out what are the beliefs that I need to break and what are the new stories that I can install in myself that are gonna allow me to be able to have an upgraded level of belief that will take me to the next level of where it is that I'm trying to get to. So that's on your personal side. And then on the external side, if you are in business and if you're listening to me and I'm highly encouraging everybody to go out there and publish, it's been one of the things that I've literally gotten a lot of the people in my circle to do regularly. Um, I'm still harping on them and trying to be a little bit more consistent on it. It's probably because I haven't broken their beliefs via story. So if you've noticed in the last couple episodes, I've been trying to work on getting better at my own storytelling because of the fact that the true value, when people see value, sometimes I tend to 
techno Babylon people, right? I'll start the podcast and I'll go directly into the abstract. I'll go directly into like the, the conceptual, right? The abstract. And so um, what I'm trying to do a better job of is really pre-framing based on the story and demonstrating why it's actually very important. And then when you pre-frame with the story and people can understand, oh, okay, so this is the value of the thing that we're about to talk about. At that point, it becomes more digestible and easier for the person to pay attention to. So that's what I want to share with you guys today because that's exactly what I am working on right now, not only in the businesses that I'm building, I'm really just trying to figure out, okay, what are the beliefs that my target customers have? And then what are the new stories that I can install for them that would help them understand what it is that I'm communicating and why it is so important. So that's what I want to share with you guys uh, today. I hope you guys found value in that. Inshallah, I will catch you guys on the next one. Take it easy, you guys. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Yasin, check it out.